let's get into some matchups to watch. And Squidbilly, I want to go first on this one real quick because I feel like not a lot of people have been touching on this guy. And it's because he's been coming off of injury. And I'm talking about a dude for the San Francisco 49ers. He missed the first two weeks with injury. And then ever since he's come back, he's kind of been getting off to a slow start. And I think that's mainly because of he's still trying to get his sea legs under him. Um, he was maybe expecting one quarterback and got another. Um, but these two have a good chemistry and a good relationship. I'm talking about George Kittle. A matchup to watch for me is, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? George Kittle has been, he has been quiet so far this season. Jo- George Kittle so far this season, only hey. 11 receptions, 15 targets, 90. Oh, <laughs> that's why. His matchup was George Kittle. 11 receptions, 15 targets, but just 99 yards to show for it. So he has George Kittle versus Troy Anderson. Yeah, I I have George Kittle versus whether it's going to be Michael Walker, who they stick in coverage sometimes, Troy Anderson, who could also be pretty good in coverage with his speed. Um, It's going to be George Kittle. You, you, You have to be able to keep George Kittle on the path he's been on, which is not making a whole lot of noise. Do not let George Kittle... Remind everybody he's one of the best tight ends in football this Sunday in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Keep him quiet. Keep whatever's going on between him and Jimmy G going on. Keep him covered up because if you get George Kittle going, that's going to open things up for everybody else. Because lately, teams haven't had to worry too, too much about George Kittle. They've been more worried about Debo and Brandon Ayuk, Jeff Wilson Jr., you don't want to add George Kittle to that list. So no. you have to stay on George Kittle. Let me go ahead and tell you one thing. I, I don't – I have no knowledge. This is a thought. Mm-hmm. I don't think Michael Walker plays. Um, okay. I don't oh, think it's later. smart. Yeah. I don't think it's smart that Michael Walker plays uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday. For one, <clears throat> you're going to need him later in the season – so a growing, you don't want you don't want to just get one of these injuries that you allow to continue to nag. Right. But the second part is is I don't need a um uh a forty fifty percent linebacker right. health wise and Michael Walker right. trying to cover a guy like George Kittle. I think True. it's going to be a big opportunity for Troy Anderson. I, I like the fact that you're going there with matchups, and I know you kind of mix it, but I had him specifically with Troy Anderson. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Michael Walker plays. I don't think it's smart move by the coaching set to play Michael Walker because to me you're you're not gaining anything. George Kittle is a better tight end. Now look, unless they have another way, unless they're going to bring a safety down like a Jalen Hawkins and try to let Jalen Hawkins cover Kittle, that could be something that they try to do. But but to me, I know you don't want to put a rookie out there, especially a guy who's not overly experienced at the linebacker position. But I think. Oh, I think skill set wise, it's a better matchup to have Troy Anderson against George Kittle. I don't think it's a good matchup either way. I don't <laughs> think there's there's not very many linebackers or safeties that are going to cover Kittle that that it's a good matchup for the yeah. defense. Exactly. Um, it's nor, you know because that's how good Kittle is. Mm-hmm. Him and Kelsey and Kyle Pitts honestly are are three guys who are uh, above and beyond everything else in the tight end. Um. 
uh, a category in the NFL. I mean, now that Mark Andrews is out there as well. Mark Andrews is a, is a very good player, and um, I don't want to I don't want to you know take anything away from him. And I'm sure there are guys I'm missing, but I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about George Kittle. And, right. and to me, Kittle is a better version of Travis Kelsey because I think Kittle's a better blocker than Travis Kelsey. But I think it's a good point. But I think you could see a lot of Troy Anderson, some Jalen Hawkins um, out there on, uh, you know, on Kittle. And maybe they try to cover him with a nickel, but I don't think that makes much sense because I think the size advantage is just too too vast. I think you're going to see an Anderson or a, an Hawkins trying to cover up a, a, a very lethal George Kittle. Yeah, I'm with you um, because, to be clear, honest, I, I completely – it escaped my mind that uh, Michael Walker was on the injury report. We actually talked about that Wednesday, so I don't know how I forgot. But, yes, Michael Walker is on the injury report with the groin, like you said. So, to me, you, you don't want to hobble Michael Walker. You don't want to hobble anybody trying to cover George Kittle, uh, especially when he's starting to get back in the rhythm of things, starting to get his sea legs back under him. I think the best matchup is Troy Anderson. You, I think the physicality that Troy Anderson brings to the football game, not to say that Jalen Hawkins wouldn't be physical or anybody else wouldn't be physical, but I think Troy Anderson has the nice mix or the best mix of speed and strength when it comes to how you need to approach how you cover George Kittle because you got to be fast enough and you got to be physical enough to bring him down when you finally do get to him. And I think just the uh, the disadvantage when it comes to height and weight for Jalen Hawkins, I think he'll be a little be at more of a disadvantage than Troy Anderson would be because I think Troy Anderson has enough speed and enough strength to uh, to keep up and bring down George Kittle. So that's, that's a really that's, good point there. That's true, but the one thing that I think Jalen Hawkins has is he's a guy that's played mm-hmm. defense for his career. He's been yeah. – this is his third year. I, I think um, that, for me, the situation where I'd rather – you know, why I would – I don't just uh, just think that it'll just be Troy Anderson is, is that he's a guy who can cover – and he's got a more experience. So, you know, mm-hmm. the football IQ part of just playing defense and in coverage against a guy like George Kittle, right. to me, is why I would throw him out there. But I think uh, raw talent, size, speed, uh, and agility, I, I do think Troy Anderson is a little bit of a, a different type of player. And I think that could set up well against, against a guy like Kittle. Okay. Well, since we both had the same matchup there, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw out another matchup that I am uh, really looking out for. And to me, it's got to be really the the defense versus Debo Samuel because I don't know who's going to cover Debo most of the time. And it's really because Debo lines up everywhere. So I I wish I could single it down to A.J. Terrell. And I mean, A.J. Terrell will be on Debo sometimes, but sometimes he might be in the backfield. Sometimes it might be a jet sweep and, you know, a linebacker is going to have to get to him or, or match up with him. So really, and I talked about this a little bit on Wednesday, you're going to have to stay disciplined when it comes to all the looks that Kyle, Kyle Shanahan throws at you. And he's going to put Debo in a lot of different uh, spots and situations. You, you have to be, as the defense, ready for every single place he goes. So people have to know their assignments. This is a, this is a, a, a game where you're really going to have to stay on your marks and know where you're supposed to be on the field and what and co- what uh, space of the field you know you're supposed to be covering, what uh, what region of the field you're responsible for. Because if Debo lines up on uh, in the backfield, you somebody's got to know whose responsibility that is. If, if he lines up on the outside, is he, you know, A.J. Terrell, is, is it Casey Hayward, whoever is it, they need to be on him, you know. So wherever Debo Samuel lines up, the team has to know 
whose responsibility he is at least for that play. So that's going to be huge because they're going to move Debo around. They're going to do a lot of different things with him. The defense has to know and they have to be aware of where he is and whose responsibility it is to make sure he doesn't gouge us for uh, for a whole bunch of yards. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's an interesting – look, I, I, they have played before. Yeah. Um, they've played, they played Debo since this version. They played last year. Yeah. And, and in two games, this guy has five catches for 89 yards, um, and he's got seven carries for another 37. He does have a touchdown on the ground. I think he came up late last year, if I don't – if I remember correctly, uh, in the game rushing, helped kind of seal that game away for them. You always got to be aware of Debo. I, I don't want to discredit yeah. him, but one of the things that I've looked at and I've been thinking about is uh, it's kind of on the other side. I mean, we can talk about their offense all we want, but the right. strength of this team is really their defense. It is. I mean, they are they they lead or are top five in almost every in almost every major category. In fact, the only categories that they're outside of the top ten. Uh-huh. It would be uh, the turnovers, and and, and that's uh, not all on them, obviously. Right. The turnover margin, obviously, came to the offense as well. But, I mean, maybe the defense is a little overrated. They have played some teams like the Bears and lost. I know that was the beginning of the season. Yeah. And, and and we talked about that, that 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 was a Trey Lance start, and right. Jimmy G wasn't on the field. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a better player than Trey Lance at this point in their careers. I don't yeah. care about prospect or whatever. Uh, I'm talking about a team that's trying to go to, you know, go to go win some games and maybe get back to a Super Bowl or right. at least at the very least get back to their NFC championship. They're right. banged up. Uh, Arik Armstead didn't make the trip, so I don't expect him to play. I don't expect Nick Bosa to play. Um, Javon Kinlaw didn't play last week. We, we know Jimmy Ward's been banged up. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley's out. Yep. ACL. Uh, so, you know, this is a team that's missing – Quite a few that was missing a few players, and that doesn't look. They still got some guys like Javarius Ward and, and Dre Greenlaw, and uh, Fred Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers in football. Akeem Spence is on the defensive line. Guy played at Tampa, so he knows. I mean, he's been he's played eleven times against the Falcons, and he's mm-hmm. he's uh, you know, he's he's been okay. He's been great, but um, so this is a this is a tough defense. But, but the, the the biggest thing is Domenico Ryan's has been a really good defensive coordinator so far, yes. and he yes. he's really got his defense rolling. You know, last year, this year, and this is a guy who knows what he's doing. He likes to. Uh, me and Archer were talking about this, and I don't want to take Archer's you know, still as thunder, but Archer and me were talking about how this this is a, this is a defense that they like to run that single high safety. They're gonna they're they're naturally playing with about eight men in the box, uh, and those were Archer's words. I mean, he's looked at this, so to me. This is a game where, you, if you're Arthur Smith, are you willing to let Marcus Mariota do more? Are you willing to open this offense up a little bit? Uh, I, I just don't – I think that there are times where he's opened it up, but I don't think he's really opened it up because he this is he realizes this team has played better running the football. And it's not – look, that's that's what I want my coach to do, know the strengths. So I think there's an opportunity maybe to, to air it out a little bit and I want to see how Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith, and this coach and Dave Ragone have done a really good job of making second half adjustments. And so is Dean Pease. The entire yeah. staff done a really good job of making second half adjustments. So I'm very interested to see 
if uh, if if he can get D'Amico Ryan's off balance in their defense and maybe attack this defense and it'll open up the run game a little bit for them and maybe we can still maybe we can uh, have her cake and eat it too. So uh, the Archer Sprint versus D'Amico Ryan's chess match is something I'm really looking forward to. Good call, a coaching matchup. I like it. Bo Morgan is in his bag today. He went to the coaching matchup. I love it. That is a great point, though, because D'Amico Ryan's has been very, very good, and now he's getting a lot of talk about he should be a head coach next year, which, you know, he probably should. So, you know, maybe he'll get a shot at that next year. But as far as this game goes, it is going to be interesting to uh, to see how Arthur Smith, um, like you said, how he counters what D'Amico Ryan wants to do on uh, on defense. 